This week's episode is brought to you in part by FNX Fit, a fitness supplements brand that can get you hooked up with all of your pre, post, during workout needs as well as other nutritional supplements. Use checkout code CARLPOOLING at fnxfit.com to get 15% off your order. Indeed, that's correct. Happy Easter, brother. The Easter bunny has risen from his hovel to hide oh. his duck friends, uh, infant children, all, all around the lawn. Uh, did, it's a great day. Did you see his shadow? He saw his shadow, which meant that oh. he had to dip the eggs in a paint dye substance before doing it. It's all pastels. It's very festive. He has risen indeed. Thank you, Easter bunny. Well, that means we can't wear white till Labor Day. So That's right. One of those years again. <laughs> That's right, Hunter. That's right. And uh, he's he's also we he's taken up weaving in his in his hovel time Beautiful. this year. And it, there's baskets. Just I mean, l- we're lousy with baskets. He's I, I, there's not enough wicker left in the entire world. The the Easter Bunny he has risen and he has brought with him baskets and and the children of his alarmed duck accomplice uh <laughs> what in the world happened with our easter traditions where did we go wrong christmas it makes sense it's at least something people like like you know cookies and milk and breaking and entering and mm-hmm. then with <laughs> right and then with right. halloween it's like yeah we're all gonna wear masks and apparently everybody's in love with that idea now it's all you see when you go out easter yeah. it's just like what kind of eldritch platypus came by here and left all these lilac eggs in my lawn? And who put a uh, snack size Snickers bar in all? It's just, I don't know where we went wrong, Hunter. I, you know, everything in the springtime celebration of Easter uh, that is not related to uh, Jesus coming back to life and dying on the cross is very... Uh, like in that whole like spring aphrodisiac mm. uh Saturnale, lens. yes. Yeah, well like it's chocolate, right? Yeah. It's bunnies. It's so, Are eggs. you telling me that Easter it is all about springtime, man? Banging? It's a springtime celebration. Like that that's what all that old tradition was, right? I like to think that it was just, you know, Easter was coming up again and the atheists were at their coven and they were meeting and they're like, oh, oh no. crap, we, we we have nothing. We've got nothing for this. Paint the eggs. Hurry. We just have to ship. <laughs> we have to ship something. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't know. All right. Anyway, thanks for like joining that. us. This is Carl Pooling. He is risen. The King of Kings, Jesus Christ, is risen. Woo. He is with us still. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise him is because he lives that we can face tomorrow and we can have joy in today. And let us never get over that message. You, listener, are at carpooling, the greatest individual audio experience that can be found on the World Wide Web. Uh, At least it could still be found as of April 6th, 2021 at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
So thank you for joining us. It's a podcast. It'll get you fired. We're going to talk about religion, politics, philosophy, uh, car engines, and power tools, all the yeah. things that you're not allowed to discuss at work. And uh, super manly, <laughs> manly stuff. We got a great show for you today. We're going to break down jo- Georgia's new extremely racist voting law. Um, the you, the racism is everywhere. It's thick. You could cut the racism with a knife. Hunter, have you felt it in the air? Yeah, I like, you know, just it, it was like, oh, it's a day ending in Y. Georgia's doing something racist again. <laughs> and I can just feel it in my bones yeah, sort of thing. So. It's just a, it, you walk outside and it's an ambrosic, aphrodisiac mixture of, of clan hoods and sweet tea. It's just, you can't hardly beautiful. get to the car without stepping on a disgusting. burning cross. Um, anyhow, oh my God. <laughs> anyhow, wow. uh, we're going to break it down for you because methinks they might protest too much, Hunter. I, we'll see. But that sounds strange. That's, that's it's not like them, right? But it is like them. So uh, we've got an iTunes review this week. An iTunes review. Yeah, you want ex- me to read it to you? How exciting! Would you? I didn't know. Yeah, let me pull it up real quick. Oh, I hope this is a bad one. Please let it be a bad one. Uh, JJ Abrams writes, "How'd I get in here?" And that's our iTunes <laughs> review this week. Thank you so uh, much, JJ. Abrams. Four stars. Um, thanks, JJ. Didn't know you didn't know you had that kind of love in your heart for our show. It's really kind of you. You so. know what? It, it, I he rates our show higher than I rate his films. So. <laughs> well, that's that's good. JJ, why are you obsessed with me? <laughs> Get um, a life, JJ. Go make for, a Star Wars. Go make a Star War, whatever you children do. Um, right. Thanks for coming. That's so exciting, Hunter. Thanks for sharing that with us. And I thought you would like it. In the spirit of Easter and sharing all types of things, um, now which I realize are mostly centered around fluids, I wish you had never told me that, Hunter. Um, Sorry. Would, would you share with us the, the roadkill today? Yeah, the roadkill today uh, comes to us from the internet like it typically does. Um, brother, have you ever heard of Captain America? Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, right, have, you can't hardly get on a flight without being uh, Guy Fieri-style shellacked and lambasted with a cacophony of superhero films, all of which are more depressing and odious than the last. So, okay. yes, in that regard, I've heard of the, the Chris and his uh, unbelievable portrayal of, of, isn't it a Chris Evans? Of, Chris of Evans. the Captain America. I'm, I'm familiar Okay, you know, very good shield. Uh, Where's blue? Oh, great shield. Um, has very small ears. What's um, it made of? Vibronium? That, I'm pretty sure it's made of like you know, uh, uh, you know, dreams. Real, and, real hardium. Hunter, real for, hardium. For real. What is? What is? What's that? The Wolverine's bones made out of? I don't know. It's I want to say it's like adamantium, but adamantium. I think I'm just like, but I don't think that's it. I think that's just like the really hard like medieval thing. Isn't maybe like, it is? Isn't don't one of these superhero movies have like a, a substance or a metal called unobtainium or something? Where am I getting that, that from? You're getting that. We're we're so off on the roadkill today. That that's uh what is that uh that's Avatar James Cameron. That that has got to be the worst name for something. Of all time. Can't get him. I don't, no can't more, get it. Can't get him. 
Um, okay, anyway, sorry. Yes, I, I know about the Captain America and uh, Chris Evans' particularly sissy version of him. Ooh, so unbeknownst to me, uh, your favorite author, Ta-Nehisi Coates, has been writing uh, the Captain American uh, uh, comics since 2018. And he's been doing a pretty good job, uh, apparently. Uh, everybody loves him. Great reviews. And in issue 28, released last week, he basically compared Jordan Peterson to uh, the most infamous Captain American villain in the series, Red Skull, who is... Oh, for no, it, Hunter, not Red Skull. A literal Nazi. <laughs> so, Oh, wait, is he really? I didn't yeah. even know that. That's how lame yeah. your comic book stuff is, you nerds. Hey, by the way... No, uh, nerd well, check myself. Checking in. Um, the last time it was cool to make somebody that you disagree with politically into a comic book villain was never like seriously how high school is it like i don't like what this guy has to say i know what i'll do i'll tell my D group how mean he is and we'll turn him into the big villain it's not strahd anymore it's kevin my bully kevin's the right. bad guy now it's like so pedantic and childish like i'm going to make you a villain in my nerd book and then you'll see like so dumb so dumb hunter tell us how he did it so he he basically said that red school had become a uh online uh character so to speak like sharing information through social media and stuff and was radicalizing uh young men based on his uh character so to speak and like he was he was sharing on there like you know the the 10 rules for life essentially oh okay in this slide. a parody of 12 rules for life or something right right and then also parroting um uh, other jordan peterson talking points like certain doctors and stuff and that feminism is a trap and all this stuff and basically saying that like what jordan peterson is selling to young men is that they're the most important thing in the universe and that's what they believe and they're willing to die for it um <laughs> which <laughs> <laughs> doesn't ring true here's a little picture of red skull for you that i've just sent to you in our chat so you oh. can see how he quite absolutely identify they quite absolutely identify him as a nazi in the comics hunter so. what is this he's wearing a red armband over a black sleeve and it looks like a very angular shuriken what is that called uh, that would be a swastika. Interesting. Brother. Interesting. A swastika, you say. I've never heard of it before. Yeah. And you're yeah. saying this is a type of regalia enjoyed by the Nazis? Yes, it, that would be a definite yes. But, uh, okay, for one, calling someone a Nazi is incredibly tired, also incredibly offensive. Like, if you know anything about Nazism, then you know that it has nothing to do with Jordan Peterson. It also has nothing to do with anybody who's making YouTube videos about how you can be a better person. So d why don't we just, like... Uh, cease with that argument for just a second then then going to the deeper level copying the actions of someone you dislike and making them making them a subject of your ire by writing a story which you completely control the actions and narrative of that person is a hundred percent adolescent wish fulfillment and nothing more it is childish right. beyond belief and guess what if i could create a narrative and i can where i can make folks that i don't like engage with whatever behavior i deem fit then i would here's the truth you're portraying jordan peterson as this red school character he would never 
ever be caught dead anywhere in front of that flag or with that regalia on his arm. And to associate him with that is 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 childish, sorry, self-satisfied wish fulfillment. So Tonda Kesey Coates, uh, your literature in general is the mental equivalent of stepping in dog shit. And you've proven it once again, only this time with pictures, because most of your readership is too stupid to read prose. Anything else? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's really embarrassing. I will say the best authors, uh, one of my favorite things at that, uh, one of my favorite authors, probably my favorite author, my favorite author, uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky. Yeah. Uh, literally names um, the, um, one, it, one of his worst characters that he ever makes in, in all of his stories after himself. And I think if you really, really have the cojones, that's what you do, man. That's you, you, you identify yourself as the worst part of humanity, and it's it takes it takes guts. Yeah, so. yeah. That would that move right there is JBP Daddy Peterson approved. Um, sure, exactly. Yeah. yeah, eat a steak, sprinkle some benzos on it, put the Jordan Peterson stamp of approval on it. Good to go. Grab a Perrier and christen <laughs> that boat on your adventure. Slap a Canuck and fly your igloo to the maple hole i don't know what well, the honor i like my knowledge of canada falls apart pretty quickly letter kenny <laughs> a joke that's <laughs> literally letter kenny is the extent and yeah. uh ta coats you're 10 ply dude all right well why don't we get into the topic today because i'm super excited i'm jazzed to get into it we're going to talk about georgia's voting law um hunter i don't know how much you know about this voting law but it's been described as the most racist, voter suppressionist, mm-hmm. Jim Crowian voter law that's come out in the history of our entire lives. In fact, Joe Biden quote, or quote, I'm quoting Joe Biden here. He said that this voter law makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. And hmm. If you understood understand that sentiment, look into a nursing home because I'm pretty sure that <laughs> makes absolutely zero sense. Like an eagle is bigger than a crow. So the way that people usually formulate that phrase is like, man, that makes the Holocaust look like a joke or whatever. And what the you know the this the dichotomy. But how how are we to Jim Crow to Jim Eagle? How could it make Jim Crow, which was Jim Crow, look like an eagle now? So it made Jim Crow worse by comparison, or I don't know. Anyway, the point is Joe Biden needs help and not the help that Kamala Harris wants to give him at the top of a set of stairs. So at any rate, this this law has been blasted side to side, wall to wall coverage. Every corporation's come out and said something about it. All the media outlets have come out and said something about it. And uh it's worth looking at, right, Hunter? Because I don't like racist sure. voting laws. Do you like racist voting laws? Last time I checked, no. And well, I'm going to check again now. Check in again. Also, no. Oh, still also no. no. That's interesting. Still no, it turns out. Yeah. Looks yeah, like yeah. someone's not being a very good red skull. Uh, anyhow. Had. Anyhow. And it, it's worth looking into because when the entire world says this is racist i hate racism so i look and i go see let me go find the racism so hunter i did an un i, I did an unforgivable sin um, oh no derrida is is spinning in his worm infested grave right now because you i didn't read what the law said i looked you? for the actual facts 
I actually. Oh my. Yeah. How are we supposed to overthrow the powerful, Christopher, if we're willing to use their language? How can we speak truth to power if nothing we say is true? We have to stay willfully ignorant of the truth, and then we'll just right. speak to power and pretend like we're right. doing a thing. It's really, yes. really yes. sad. So, oh my God, you get it now. I know, yes, Queen. Anyhow, <laughs> I read the law, and there's a funny thing about a lot of the narratives that are bouncing around right now. They're um, all true. They're all 100% true and heartbreaking. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, that's the show. Thanks, guys. Yeah, the law says we have to kill a black boy every time we vote now. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, believe it or not, it doesn't have like anything that they're saying is in it actually in the bill. So let's get into it. Let's break it down for you, our ignorant audience. And if you're having a hard time paying attention, because we're gonna, look, we're going to have some facts in this episode. I know how you guys feel. Consider going over to fnxfit.com. Look, you can't pay attention to anything. The act of That's merely true. looking at your computer screen causes you to wheeze. You're so we out have of the shape. podcast data that proves that you guys can't make it through a whole. Oh, crud. Yeah. Crud. Crud. I shouldn't say that. Crud. Gosh you, dang it. I'm sorry. If you think our Apple analytics aren't showing us your current heartbeat and blood oxygen <laughs> percentage, well, all I'm saying is you wear that Apple Watch a little bit too much. Anyhow, too tight, my friend. Anyhow, um, yeah, we're we're we know that the the act of sitting upright for an extended period of time, as in thirty minutes, is a workout to you and your post COVID forty eight pounds or whatever it was, which is still the greatest statistic in the whole world. Twenty eight pounds. You need immediately to go over to fnxfit.com, carlpooling.com slash fnx. Get yourself. A, a cacophony, a panoply of of tinctures and ointments and cures and rinses and droplets and goblets and everything that will power you through the end of this COVID scare, something that mm. can help your weak, infirm body survive the second shot of your Pfizer vaccine. And uh, might give you the ability to focus through the rest of this episode because you're not only fat and ignorant, but also poor. Use checkout code carpooling for 15% off. Oh, look at us helping you out. That's Getting right. Getting you to that thinner, prettier you. Yeah. The, the right hand, the right hand is a fist, but the left hand holds a bouquet. You know, you know what yeah. you, you know what you were well, getting when you logged into carpooling today. Okay. I, I like to think the left hand has a cheesy gordita in it. Because you know, <laughs> that just makes me happy here. It probably does, Hunter. You don't. Twenty-eight yeah. pounds doesn't come from not eating go- <laughs> cheesy gordita, um, right? Taco Bell's like sales are through the roof, guys. In anyway. fact, it's it's like on the right hand there's a fist, and the left hand there's a bouquet of flowers, and you're going to have to put down both the cheesy gorditas in your hands <laughs> in to your hold on to to either to accept, yeah. So anyhow, uh, FNX Fit, great sponsor of the show. Mostly great in that they've never listened to it and don't know what we're saying about them. Go use checkout code carpooling before it's gone. Okay, the voting, the voting law. There's been a lot of myths about the law. There's a lot of misconstruations. That is an uncomfortable word. And yep. we're going to go through them now. Let's start with the most, like, the most flagrantly idiotic, Hunter. Um, but sure. I'm not going to tell you what I think it is. You have to tell me. The water. That's exactly right. So hey, look at me go, Hunter. Uh, my my 
viewpoint has been tainted by the truth. So why don't you tell us what the media has been saying about the water or people in your social circle or on Twitter? What has the zeitgeist been about the water? You can't actually have water in line no matter what. Um, actually, I will say everyone has been saying that you cannot uh, uh, bring water to someone who's 150 feet within a polling place um, right. as a gift. Right. And I've, I've seen a bunch of overwrought, ignorant posts about, I'm going to give water to an old lady in line just to get arrested so I can prove how evil this is. And I'm like, you go ahead, Buster. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this. One of the articles that I read was Snopes. So Snopes had this article where they were going through the portion about water, and they they literally said in the piece, it's still up on Snopes, it says, so it looks like water giving water in line is against the law, whatever the reason, for whatever reason, is the verbiage okay. that they use. Okay. And in doing that, they cite the actual text of the law. They do. And I will read part of that to you now. Ooh. Nor shall any person give, offer to give, or participate in the giving of any money or gifts, including but not limited to food and drink, to an elector. That's the part of the, the bill that's updated. Okay. Um, so, and that's where, then they give some of the specific restrictions, like within 150 feet, within any polling place, within 25 feet of any voter standing in line to vote. So you can't give water to somebody who's waiting to vote uh seems evil this is the part they cut out the and literally you can look at snopes.com this is the next uh, what i just led what i just read you was lines 21 lines 22 and 23 say these restrictions shall not apply to conduct occurring in private offices or areas which cannot be seen or heard by such electors so they say this doesn't count for just people who are working there okay that's where they they cut the text off this is line 24. This code section shall not be construed to prohibit a poll officer from distributing materials as required by law, which are necessary for the purpose of instructing electors, or from distributing materials prepared by the Secretary of State, which are designed solely for the purpose of encouraging voter participation in the election being conducted. Or, and this is the part of the text that's updated, and you can tell because it's underlined, uh, if you go look it up on, on uh, apilegis.georgia.gov, or from making available self-service water from an unattended receptacle to an elector waiting in line to vote. So wait, you can make water available to people waiting in line to vote. You just can't stand there and say, vote Biden when you do it. But Snopes will still print for whatever reason, right? Because the facts don't matter to them. The problem I have mm. with Snopes is they specifically went to the text. And then they just chopped off the part that undermined their entire point. Right, yeah. It's crazy. So let's let's get into it a little bit more specifically, Hunter. Can I ask you like one clarifying question? I guess that's what you want to do. Heck yeah. Is that saying like the station, the, the polling place itself can set up its own water? Or is it saying I could go there and set up a water station? It, so the, um, the, I'm not a lawyer. And this isn't okay. legal advice. The way that yep. it's written, it says it calls out the Secretary of State and election officials specifically with the actions before the or. So the way the clauses are separated, it makes it look like anyone is allowed to set up a self-service water station in a uh, place available to electors waiting in line. 
So you could go and set up a table with like cups on it and just be a Joe Schmo. And as long as the polling place was okay with that, it's not illegal. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. And there's a way to read this where it's only the poll officer who's allowed to do that. At, at any at any rate. But it, it almost doesn't matter, Hunter. It almost doesn't matter. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And th- People in line can have water. And can have water distributed to them if they didn't bring mm-hmm. it. This is from State Bill 202. And we're reading specifically out of Section 33. Now, the thing you need to know about Section 33 is that it is updating a specific section of Georgia code, just like every bit of legislation does. Either creates a new or updates an existing section of Georgia code. And so this is specifically updating subsections A and E of Georgia code section 21-2-414. Okay? Why is that relevant? Here's why it's relevant. Because subsection A and E of section 21-2-414 deals specifically with bribes and gifts made to electors for the sake of convincing them to vote a specific way. It is the same code section that says, I cannot go to the poll and say, I'll give you $100 if you vote for Biden. It's the same section of code that says, I can't put up a sign for a specific political party or set up a tent in front of a polling place for a specific political party. It's the same section of code. This code, literally, I'll read from the actual SB202 where they repeat the purpose of that section. It's related to restrictions on campaign activities and public opinion polling within the vicinity of a polling place. It's the same subsection that prohibits candidates from entering polling places. Mm-hmm. So, it's it doesn't matter if what the what the actual gymnastics of distributing the water is about. This section is not saying water is illegal in polling places, or even the distribution of water is illegal in polling places. It means that you can't go buy a bunch of Dasani bottles, put Harris for president twenty twenty four on them, and hand them out to everybody in line. Why? Because that is dishonest. It's dishonest polling. You can go door to door and do this, but you cannot sit there at the tr- at the at the bait trap of the actual polling place and have a bunch of of buxom preteens smile at every old man walking in the door. It's not a, right. it's not fi- it's against the rules because we want right. a free and fair election. Like the free part of that is important. Fair is important too, but the free part of the election means that your decision is being made based on what you think and not what someone convinces you to do or can bribe you to do. So this is an anti-bribery measure being construed as a anti-hydration measure in one of the most inept turns of phrase ever possible. It's so dishonest. Yeah, it's, it's that... I guess I guess to the point is with with the law itself it could be construed that you can't go and bring water to people in line and that doesn't mean that people in line can't get water from the polling place itself or that um it might even be legal for you to bring water uh yourself and distribute as long as it's not for voting purposes um or convincing people but but the thing too that is kind of interesting to me is like I wonder how much this was a thing prior to this law, like so how many? Go ahead. There's plenty of other states that have this same stipulation in their in their laws. Plenty. 
Sure. I can't list them for you off the top of my head. I was looking them up earlier. This is not a unique piece of code whatsoever. And that'll be a recurring theme throughout the episode. I gotcha. The other, but the thing that I can't imagine is that there are like large groups of people, you know, bringing water to polling places or food. You know, I remember yeah, when, yeah. at my, my polling place that I went to, the poll workers themselves, I believe, uh, Either the poll workers themselves or somebody brought the poll workers burgers and they started passing out burgers to everyone in line. As far as I can tell, that's still legal under this bill. Yeah, you know, it that, wasn't it wasn't would, nothing would stop that from happening, but nobody came independently to that poll station, as far as I'm aware, and began offering people food or drink. Like I, I just don't I've never seen that. I've never heard of that happening. I don't know why it would be why it matters to some extent. Right. Well um, that's you're exactly right, Hunter. That's a very good point to make. This is outrage over something that would never happened before anyway. Like sure. Getting a hamburger in line to vote is an incredibly rare occurrence. I'm, I'm proud of you for having done it. Most of the people complaining <laughs> I about I did not take the hamburger. I was uh, there were hamburgers burgers available to me gotcha uh, yeah here's the thing though all these people complaining online like this is terrible i can't go pass out water at a polling place you never did and you were never Never going to you were never going to give someone water at a polling place why because voting in america is relatively easy right and if you disagree with me on that um your your ethnocentrism is showing so, mm. it, or or your uh, your state centrism is showing, I should say. Um, however, yeah, none of these people ever cared. It, it's, it's so typical of the left. We're we're as soon as you push restrictions on anything, we're going to pretend like we deeply, deeply care about it, even though based on our our giving and our charity beforehand, it seems like we could not have cared less about said thing. No, none of the people in Twitter were out there at the polling places passing out water out of the goodness of their hearts, but they're going to do it now because they think they're going to get arrested. And then when they make a big show of it and no one gives one care, they're going to feel really, really stupid. Because instead of doing like a modicum of research for themselves they just decided to believe the idiot woke media let me give you guys a hint this is a carl pulling quick tip hunter play the carl pulling quick tip stinger carl pulling quick tip hey guys this is chris here with a carl pulling quick tip if you want to find the actual text of a bill instead of idiot news articles that everybody's posting about it full of lies type dot gov at the end of your search in google space Dot gov, and you'll instantly presented, be presented with the text of the bill. This has been a Carl Pulling Research Quick Tip. New segment. Um, anyhow, <laughs> yeah, it's just that easy. It's just that easy. And, and, and the, the further conspiracy behind this, that somehow Republicans in Georgia want people not to drink water, is absolutely crazy. Like, I mean... I do. If you're dealing with the Hitler who comes out and says, and you know what? We should ban sugar and food and water. (laughs) Like, you're not dealing with a very good Hitler, okay? So if you think that your enemies are actually interested in just causing people to become famished and die on mass at polling places, stacked up on the ground, flies buzzing because they've died of not having water for what is typically under 30 minutes... Um, mm. your, your, your enemy is, is weak. 
it's conspiratorial. It's Alex Jones on the on the left. It's blue anon. Completely agree. I I think I think a lot of this is um just a lot of nonsense over something that appears to be not not really a huge problem. Like it seem and also I mean this might be a little rude of me to some extent but who who doesn't like leave the house with like a water bottle anymore? I mean like we're obsessed with drinking water. You know like everybody's got 14 of these darn things, mm-hmm. you know and you know, well, Hunter, don't you know that the impoverished voter in the inner city only drinks water once a year? I mean, like, there's no way. I mean, like, and I, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, you know, everyone alive has a water bottle. It feels like, you know, this is this seems to be such a simple, easy problem to solve. And I just can't I can't imagine it being true. I mean, even if you drove up to a polling place without a water bottle and saw that the line was just massive and that there was no water available because no good Samaritan was there, the cost of you turning around, going to the nearest McDonald's, buying a water bottle, and coming back to the polling place seems to me at most like five, ten minutes. Um, you know, and You're hunting anyway. the right dog. You're hunting the right dog. We're gonna get we're gonna get there. Okay. Um well. Okay, but but there's more. Hunter, but wait. But wait. There's more But wait. Act now, and you can get more from FNX Fit. There's, there is, been, not only the the idiot water food line, but there's been a another round of controversy for this bill, and it has to mm-hmm. deal with the idea of voter suppression. And this is what what Stacey Abrams has been pushing. If you don't remember Stacey Abrams, she's the um, citizen of georgia who somehow got popular by tragically and hilariously losing an election by a wide margin and if you if that still doesn't ring a bell she's the one that looks like she would have to floss with a shoelace because the gap in her teeth is so wide Um, well i'm trying to be helpful hunter i'm trying to be helpful yeah that's that's what it is no doubt doesn't it bring her face immediately to your mind when I say yeah, fat, of course woke, not. Furby with buck teeth, doesn't that help? Oh my lord! Look, I'm I can feel my future self being fired so hard right now. <laughs> I just got fired seven times. Um, mm-hmm. So Stacey Abrams, the the woke identitarian shuckster, and Joe Biden have been pushing this lie, and then uh, aside that, a bunch of a bunch of corporations have been repeating and pushing this lie and it centers around one thing there's a provision in this law that requires voter id it does for early voting correct it requires like mail-in it's like for mail-in voting early voting in-person voting it requires you to show a state id to vote gotcha And, and so um by the way not an uncommon law not a singularly georgian law pretty pretty common practice that you show your id to vote and there's a lot of delaware has this right uh i believe so i i can't say for certain off the top of my head but i believe so gotcha um it's not a wild thing to ask and here's why hunter have you ever tried to buy a beer bad example hunter have you ever tried to buy cigarettes worse example hunter have you ever gone to a club or like I've done literally a, none of those things. A music venue. 
I have gone to a music venue. I okay, have. you know when they ask you like if you want the wristband yep. to get in, and then they sh- you show your ID. Yep. Let me put this in clear contrast for you, Hunter. My band uh, potentially just got booked to play a rock festival slash midget wrestling event. Um, I wish I was joking. I am not. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> So anyway, when you show up at the door at this particular venue, you have to show ID to get in. Do you know why? Because they sell alcohol there and it's past 10 o'clock. So like, we show ID for lots of things. You have to show ID to go to shows. You have to show ID to be a drunk. Sometimes you have to show up right. ID, show ID to pick up your tickets at will call for the theater or a sporting event. Sometimes you have, you have to, to show, show your ID in an Olive Garden, like when you buy a bottle of wine. Yeah, or seven. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you have okay. to show seven different IDs because you keep right, coming exactly. back in wearing a different hat and swearing that you weren't the last people. And even though you smell <laughs> no, like vomit and you're flecked with particles of, of marinara and rigatoni, that you're totally fine and you just drove here and everything's cool. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Never happened to me. In theory. Yeah, no, no, no. If it says all you can eat, then I can eat as much as I want, Olive Garden. Why can't I eat the sangria, Olive Garden? There's fruit in it, isn't there? Um, <laughs> anyhow, uh, so we'd like to we'd like to present a formal Carl Pulling apology to Olive Garden. Our last staff meeting did not go as planned. Um, <laughs> it didn't go quite like we wanted. Yeah, I'm still pulling breadsticks out of out of bits of my clothing. And hair. Oh man. Um. Anyhow. All right. Weird aside. All right. Weird so aside. back on track. Uh. Yeah. You have to show ID for all sorts of things in, um, the state of Georgia. All sorts of things. And guess what? All over the world, you have to show ID yeah. to engage in certain tasks. And Hunter, I live in a in a very diverse part of town. In this very diverse part of town, there are some very non-diverse clubs, and you take that exactly how you, you want to take it. To get into these clubs, you have to show ID. Mm. You do. Mm-hmm. You have to show ID, and not just any ID, an ID, an ID that states your age. And so it seems to me that like getting drunk in a dark room with untis, untis, untis blazing, at, play, blazing out of the speakers... And getting sick in a cubicle toilet should require less authentication of the individual engaging in that task than deciding the future of the free world. Am I crazy? Am, am I taking crazy pills? No, I mean, like, I, I, I'm sure somebody can educate me on this, but it, I, 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 it's very unclear to me, like, how uh, there's no way it can be difficult to procure an ID. Like, it just seems impossible. Oh, um, Hunter, darling. Don't the uh, we're we're headed right there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let let's pause it right there for a second because everybody's come out and spoken about this law, um, and about how evil it is. I don't and know. Gandalf's been strangely quiet about it. Gandalf, your silence speaks volumes. Uh, Gandalf sees volumes. Look Gandalf. to the east on the third day, the rising of the sun. And I will wear a very sissy, or wear a very sissy robe, and ride a very sissy pony down a very steep hill. Um, I, I don't remember exactly the quote, something like that. Yeah, it's close. It's close. Uh, it's Gandalf the translucent. He's gone plaid. So, 
American Airlines, <laughs> American Airlines, uh, hold on, one more aside, Spaceballs is a better Star Wars movie than The Last Jedi. Fair. Spaceballs should be canon before The Last Jedi. Okay. Um, American Airlines came out and spoke out about the uh, Georgia ID law, saying it was voter suppressionist, and uh, someone tweeted at them and said, if I ever fly with you again, I will not show ID. To which American Airlines Twitter account replied, adults 18 and over are required to show identification at the airport. Own goal. <laughs> did they not get it? Yeah, the, like, did they not see how bad they were being suckered in? Hunter, but not to be outdone. PayPal doubles down. PayPal came out and condemned the voter ID law, saying it suppressed the vote by requiring ID. Pay, at PayPal, can you please let me open an, up an account without an ID? PayPal support replies on Twitter. Great question. We usually require a customer to confirm their identity with a government-issued photo ID. Regrettably, we are unable to bypass this step if it is requested. This makes no Own sense. Goal. <laughs> like, like, you, you can vote, but you can't open up a PayPal account to send buddy $3 for a cigarette that you bummed. Like, right. so stupid. So stupid. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's really frustrating because it seems like there's thousands of times where we need to have an ID. Like, just to get our, you know, to uh, just for your driver's license number, right? There's, yeah. There seems like there's plenty of things. It, I mean, like, I don't interact with it every day, but there have been important things in my life I've had to interact with my ID for to, to obtain, well, right? R- renting like, housing. Uh, you sure. have to have an ID and credit history and all kinds of other things like uh, buying mm. a car. Uh, in fact, buying a lot of things, if you're using a credit card, um, you often have to show ID. There, mm-hmm. it, there's a billion things that require ID that are less important than voting. Uh, and, and here's maybe the worst, the worst language with Joe Biden coming out and saying that this was a Jim Eagle style segregationist law. You can great music. You could oh, Jim Eagle. Remember the tunes, Hunter? Yeah, of course. Tell me, tell me your favorite Jim Eagle song. Just the name of the track. Uh, I think it was, um, "Get Out of Here, My Idiot Son." Get out of here, my idiot Off Hunter, I'm drawing a blank. Remind me what album that was off of, if you would. Uh, I think that was off of Sweet Kansas. Sweet can oh, Sweet Kansas. Well, there were plenty of hits on Sweet Kansas. I mean, I'm sure. I, I'm sure Kansas. any Jim Eagle fan could name three of their favorite tracks off of Sweet Kansas just right now. I'm sure. Right. <laughs> like, and you and I are both big Jim Eagle fans, of course. So. So we could do this very So easily, it would be easy no for doubt. us to name two more songs off of it, Hunter. Right, like Downtown Girl. Downtown Girl. <laughs> and, and Sweet Madeline. Sweet Those Ma- great songs. Sweet, Sweet Madeline's Madeline off of Sweet Kansas. Okay. All right, I'll quit torturing you now. Uh, it's something about the vibrato of Jim Eagle's voice. It's just it's so full and rich and makes you feel like you're standing in front of a roaring fire in a, in a country hearth, Jim Eagle. Um, anyhow. Such good music. <laughs> great music. Oh, they don't make them like they used to, Hunter. Uh, they really don't. Anyway, Jim Crow. The lie that this, is, this voter law is in any way akin to Jim Crow has been repeated by every single media outlet. NBC... CNN, um, the 
MSNBC, plenty of others have repeated this line that this is new Jim Crow or Jim Crow 2.0 or Jim Eagle or Jim Cardinal or Jim Raven. Um, Jim Finch, who, to be honest, was never so bad. So at any rate, I think it's worthwhile to take one minute and remember what in the hell you're talking about when you invoke things like Jim Crow. So right. let's talk like about the Holocaust. Yeah, you're exactly right, Hunter. It's like dressing Jordan Peter Jordan B. Peterson up as, uh, in front of a swastika with an armband. Um, Jim Crow was a set of laws in the American South after um, after Reformation that had an incredibly racist intent and outcomes. Now, there was a bunch of different laws that fell under the umbrella of Jim Crow. For instance, laws like Restaurants, hospitals, schools, prisons had to be separate, had to have separate facilities for blacks and whites. So when people say Jim Crow, I know we're also post fact and so unbelievably idiots, idiotic and stupid now that we don't know what we're invoking when we invoke it. But the remember the thing that said blacks only or whites only water fountain? That was Jim yeah. Crow. So when you say yeah. that this law is like Jim Crow, that's what you're alluding to. Now, there were some... There'd be like separate voting lines for black and white people. Or separate polling places entirely. Correct. Sure. And Hunter, that's not the worst of it on the voting front for Jim Crow. This is obviously not a defense of Jim Crow in any way. It's a heinous set of laws that um, are luckily far, far behind us. And uh, Rosa Parks had a lot to do with that. Thank God. God bless her. Mm. And so... Right. God bless her. At at, at any rate... um, Jim Crow also had voter suppressionist laws where they were like, oh, yeah, black people are allowed to vote. But before they vote, they've got to pass this literary test and they've got to pass this civil rights test and they got to pass this American history test. And some of these some of these tests, Hunter, are like I would fail them now. Like they were designed to be not passed and they were not given given uniformly across black voters and white voters. Very racist stuff. Um, very clearly racist stuff and because you can actually yes well and you can actually read in the text where it treats black people and white people differently instead of what's racist now which is somehow there's different outcomes so right so horrible horrible legislation you cannot find the word black or white in reference to someone's skin color in the entire text of the bill Jim Crow laws would not exist if you were not able to write those words in the text of a bill. And yet you're invoking and saying this is the Jim Crow. And maybe I have no idea what Biden was trying to say. What it sounded like he was trying to say is that this is somehow worse than Jim Crow. Mm -hmm. So either he is historically illiterate, which seems reasonable because I think he's illiterate of anything that didn't happen two seconds ago because his mind is turning into a, a puddle of gravy. But in addition to that, you're you're banking on if it's not that he's banking on the historical illiteracy of anybody that hears him invoke Jim Crow, because the only way that that makes a modicum of sense is if you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Right. It's disgusting. And, And you know what? There were real people who really suffered, real people of color who were really disenfranchised and really suffered under Jim Crow laws. And for you to use their suffering as a political lever seems to me like something that you pretend to care about. Mm. 
Now, I'm not saying right, I don't for your I, own gain. Right. And and listen, that's not to say I don't care about it. I do care about those people. I think it's terrible what happened to them. And I'm proud of an America that has put that into our past. However, I don't go around screaming about how black people are constantly disenfranchised all the time like you woke morons do. And yet, mm -hmm. you're going to use something that is objectively nothing like Jim Crow as a, as a wedge with which to get your way by saying that, oh, they're suffering? Well, it's worse now as you live right. powdered, privileged lives. It's a disgusting thing, and it seems like the type of thing that you guys would get on Twitter and complain about. So, so you like the bill? All well, <laughs> actually, I am a fan. Um, okay. So there's some really great things in the bill, Hunter. For sure, one, yeah, it expands early voting. Now Georgia has has better early voting under this bill than states blue states like New Jersey. You don't hear anyone. Um, getting onto them about it. Gawking about that. Yeah. Uh, it also, it also uh, ensured that we could vote on Saturdays and Sundays during early voting. So that's nice, making the vote yep. more available. There's also a specific pr provision in Section 34 that basically they wanted to tighten up this idea that we can indefinitely extend voting hours during any given election. But they've put in this great mechanism where any polling place that experiences obscenely long wait times can document that they had over 2,000 votes and it requires that the polling office redistribute polling places to account for the excess during the next election. So over time, we'll have a very rigid secure system that also allows there to be plenty of polling places for the population in a given area. So actually, if you read the text of the bill, it seems like the vote has never been more available than it is now under this bill in georgia's past which is excellent i think i i agree and i i think there i think there's some good things the the main thing that i got when i read this bill you know like one of the things i saw was i actually didn't read the bill i'm sorry when i'm reading the points about it you know it limits the number of it limits the timeline and the locate and the dropbox locations for um absentee voting right mm -hmm. yes it it, and, it limits the number of of drop locations for absentee ballots. That is true. Right. And and I think, you know, this is one of the things I think that it's hard for people to under, understand. And it's one thing as, you know, we both had some careers in, in technology fields. Um, you know, one of the things you have to understand is that every piece of software uh, can be either secure or it can be easy to use. And typically, yep. no matter how... It, 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 you have to give one of those up to get something in return. And voting is like that. And it seems very obvious to me that we had some major changes in the way we vote in the 2020 election. And it's not unreasonable, even given without the Donald Trump's talking points around all that, mm -hmm. that if you had done something that you had never done before, that you would probably find ways to make it improved and increase people's... Um, confidence in the fact yeah. that it is a successful system and one thing i think that makes a lot of sense about absentee voting is if you have fewer locations to turn in votes you actually have better monitoring by by nature right yeah. you can have you can you can better observe and one of the things we've been seeing is people talking about pallets of votes just kind of like turning up and things like that um you know and who knows if that's true or not who knows 
you know, all that stuff. It seems like voter fraud was kind of minor, but it also doesn't seem wrong to have better ways that people can feel more secure and safe about their voting and have mm-hmm. confidence in it. In addition to that, it also seems important to me that that's made available and more people have access to voting. You know, if there was a simple, secure way where everybody just got a little alert on their phone and could vote, you know, um, quickly and within an hour or something, like I, I would want that done in, in tomorrow. But I'm, I'm not sure how we have a system like that, and it, it isn't abused in some way. Yeah, I'm sure the Russians um, would appreciate that, Hunter. And uh, sure, sure, exactly, right? And like, and you know, and you can see how complicated it gets. And so, I, I don't. I mean, like, I haven't gotten a map, I haven't mapped everything out, and I don't know how difficult it is, but it does seem to me like a couple things are happening. One, early voting is improving. Um, Absentee voting has been, you know, shortened, which I think we saw a lot of people cast over early. Yes, okay, so the period for drop-off has been shortened, the actual hours, not not the availability necessarily. There's no reason right. to suspect that if you wanted to absentee vote and had a proper reason, you could not. Yeah. And, you know, and I think they took away like the no excuse absentee voting. Um, but as I understand, too, from a lot of people, bef- you know, because I, I know some people who would absentee vote I, before 2020 mm-hmm. is pretty easy, even with an excuse like your excuse would be, well, I'm just not going to be available right. on voting day. It, like it, it, it's not. It, I don't imagine it's going to get much harder than that. You know, maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm a little naive there, but I guess all I'm trying to say is despite everything that you could reasonably complain about this bill, it doesn't seem to be that intrusive. And I can't understand how a reasonable person, even impoverished to some extent, probably not impoverished, but even with, you know, with less money, so to speak, you know, in a poor class, right. Couldn't find a way to vote either conveniently or early or on the day of election in this bill. Um, I, I don't understand what it's doing that makes it so horrendously difficult for people. I want to get into that. So right, right before we do, the one last thing I want to bring up is that Coca-Cola and the MLB also came out against this bill. And the MLB sure. actually cowered and moved their um, their uh championship game which hunter i was really interested to learn this because a bunch of people have been talking about how they like the mlb and now they wouldn't watch it anymore it was amazing to me to learn that people actually watched major league baseball sober i, I just had no concept <laughs> that that was something that people actually engaged in um so to to major league baseball don't let the deep fried sweet tea flavored door hit you on the way out good riddance we don't want right. you here we don't want you in this state. Yes, I do- I'm doxing myself. Uh, it's it's so obscene that companies that ought to know better, that ought to be at least proficient enough to do a Google search like this two-man podcast did and read a little bit, quake in their boots and lie or are consumed by lies about a benign piece of legislation that is going to do nothing but strengthen our voting security and improve voting access. That's what the actual statutes will accomplish because they are heavily and intelligently curated to that goal. And and that's why this betrays the fact that a lot of what the political left establishment wants, the reason they're fighting this bill 
it, it, other than it being a useful talking point that white people don't want black people to vote because their their political campaigns have become so trite and straightforward and boring, but they do not want a secure vote. It is very clear. When you look at what blue counties are doing across the United States, places like sanctuary cities, places like California, where they want people who are not United States citizens to be able to vote very easily by reducing the restrictions of their voting identification checks, their voting identification laws, it is clear that they do not want a secure vote. Now, some some uh, municipalities in California are even automatically registering illegal aliens to vote. This is an outrage, truly. Um, however, that that is the political goal here. And you useful idiots on the woke left are lapping it up like the obedient lapdogs that you are. Okay. Hunter, to get to your point, how many how many state IDs do you have, or federal IDs that do you have that you could use to vote with? Um, well, I have I have an expired passport, but um, I have a passport as soon as I get that done, and and of course I have my social security uh, number. Um, I have my actual state. Uh, um, driver's license, license, driver's license, and then I also have a concealed carry permit. So I would imagine all four of those, when my passport is um, unexpired again, are are IDs that I can use in that endeavor. Yeah, I've got the same. I've got the same setup. So obviously that's the death knell, right? That puts this to bed. Like here's two guys. We both have four IDs um, that we can use to vote. So that's pretty much the end of it, right? Like, right. Did, was it a big task for you to get those IDs? No. No, it was super easy. Um, yeah. Um, mainly the concealed permit one because I don't have any criminal history. Yeah. That's why that one was so easy. So easy if you don't have any yeah. criminal history. All right. Now we're going to do the tricky part. For you woke morons who are listening, let me read your mind now. Because this is how predictable and stupid you are. You ready? Mm -hmm. Here's the argument you just made in your head. Even if you decided to reject it, I know this argument went through your head. But you're two white guys. You're two privileged white guys. You're two privileged white guys with jobs and a platform and no criminal history. That's why it was so easy for you to get state ID. Right? It went through your head. I know it went through your head. You're, you're the racist. If you think voter ID is voter suppression or white supremacist or restricts the black vote, then I submit to you that you're the racist. And if I just read your mind, you're a racist. And now we're going to talk about why. Been waiting to get here all day. Hunter, there are many yes. different types of state IDs in Georgia. Do you know how many? Different state IDs we issue? Two. There are nine state IDs that we issue without um, without special privileges other than a driver's license. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, like a driver's license. We issue nine that have nothing to do with privileged IDs. So your driver's license works, your passport works, but aside from that, we have nine. Now, some of those require you to be a veteran or in the National Guard. Some of them are just ID cards, and you can go pick these up at any Department of Driver Services location in Georgia. So that's 
point one. But I hear I hear your argument. You go, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. No, no, no. But you have to pay to get those IDs. Okay. All right. We'll hear you out. We'll hear you out. Hunter, how much does it think? Not a driver's license. So you don't have to have a car. You don't have to know how to drive. How much do you think it costs to get a Georgia ID card? Just your standard vanilla anyone gets a Georgia ID card. $10? It's $32. Okay. It's $32. Okay. I was a little bit under. Okay. So I hear you go. Ha ha. Gotcha. Gotcha. There's some black people that can't afford $32. Right? In the inner city? They can't afford $32. That's, that's you know, food for a week on a certain budget. Okay. Except for Georgia also issues a voting ID card specifically for voting. Its only benefit is voting. You can't buy liquor with it. You can't buy alcohol with it, right? All that other stuff. But they, we issue a card specifically for voting. Hunter, how much do you think that costs? I'm going to go with $10. It is $0.00. And zero cents. Wow. You racists. Zero dollars and zero cents. But black people, how are they going to get? How are black people going to get to voting locations? Well, I'll tell you. Hunter, there are 64 Department of Driver Services in the state of Georgia that issue identification. 64. Guess what the furthest one of those locations is from a have an from from a point of land in the state of Georgia. Okay, I see what you're saying. The the uh, very like the, furthest the, away you could be from any location. 25 miles? It's 45 miles. Okay. 45 miles. Of right. which 30 is swamp. Because <laughs> I looked it up. Because I have Google. And I can type. So before I think I have to go white knight and be a hero for all of these black people that are too poor or too stupid or too illiterate to get voter ID, I just go, how hard is it really to get voter ID? You have to you have... To have um, a social security number, you can just know it, that's enough, and you have to have a proof of residence, which can be anywhere you can receive mail. That's simple. And zero dollars and zero cents in your pocket, and you go to any location. Hunter, in the, in, in the most heavily minority areas of the state, we have, we have DDS in walking distance of almost anywhere in the city. We're talking about two and a half miles or less of anywhere in Fulton County. Mm. But black people can't get IDs, Hunter. It's race. Voter ID is racist. It's not only racist. It's Jim Crow. No, you're racist. It's wild. You're you racist. Know, the thing about the, the go ahead. Do you know a single black person that doesn't have an ID? One? No, I don't. I want to know I one. I want to know one person you know that doesn't have voter ID or doesn't have an ID they can vote with. I want to know the name of one person. And if there's a homeless person who doesn't have ID, maybe because they're crazy, maybe because they're on the street, maybe they fell in hard times, the idea that you cannot take it upon yourself to help them get ID is insane. Because you know what it will cost you? About an hour of your time. If you walk. If you walk. It is so incredibly, sickeningly, decadently moronic self-satisfying so drenched in an idiot's 
hero complex that you think that voter ID is racist. On behalf of every black person with an ID, go screw yourself. Go screw yourself in your bigotry of low expectations. People of all ethnicities, no one is too dumb, no one is too poor, no one is too ignorant to vote. And the fact that you think that your mission in life is to go around and help the poor, pitiful black people who wouldn't know what to do without you is disgusting, you blatant racists. It's disgusting. Yeah, I I think you said that very well. And, you know, I think it would be well worth it to see how many people don't. I I would really like to know the numbers on, you know, when this law goes into effect, how many people come to vote and don't have an ID and essentially see if that actually makes a difference in the election, you know? And my, my... my thought is that it will be so in- insignificant that it will be it won't even be a percent of a percent you know right when when, it, when everything is all said and done um but for some reason people seem to really latch onto this um are the um uh the Atlanta mayor uh Keisha Bottoms had this to say uh the voting restrictions of SB202 will just proportionally impact Atlanta residents, particularly in communities of color and other minority groups. Uh, she's put together an administrative order designed to do what those in the majority of the state legislature did not expand our access to vote her words. Um, and the thing about that, that's so strange is the actual order that she's taken upon herself to expand uh, voting to minorities in Atlanta, which Christopher, you've just shown us is a pr- pr- like, if you can't vote and you live in the city, it's, it, 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 it's you're extremely impoverished. It's the only way that you that it could exist. It's easier than buying um, beer. Yeah, exactly. It's easier than buying beer. That's a good way to think about it. And what she what she essentially says is that she's going to have a campaign that it teaches people how to vote and provides QR codes and instructs people on how to get things done and instructs the poll workers on how to vote. What was happening before? Well. Hunter, like, you remember why, why, Joe Biden. Black people are too stupid to go online. Sure. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. These well, people these people believe, they, they truly yeah. believe that a black American's place is to be eating supplicantly out of their disgusting hands. That's what they believe. And they've they've turned their wokeness into a religion and they've turned their allyship into into a hero complex you know christopher i think i i don't believe this is true about um all victimized minority groups um and all people within the separate victimized minority groups um it is the idea that i think some people take that status and actually make that their identity. Yeah. Which yeah. is I I am a I am a victim and that is that that is that is what I will be in my entire life is cashing in so to speak on the fact that I have been victimized, mm-hmm. right? And I I find that the problem with that idea is that at some level for some groups of minorities it's absolutely true. Yeah. And it's also 
absolutely true that that's actually happened to majorities at different times throughout history, right? And the and then the and the 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 real thing, and I think you know what I'm going to say because you know this isn't this isn't new to us, but it's okay. Despite all that, what are you going to do about it? Right. Right. And if the if the answer is to sit back and just take handout after handout, well, then you become someone who's really good at taking handouts. You don't become somebody that can stand on their own two feet. What you become right? is a slave. In no right, uncertain exactly. terms, you become, you a, become slave. A, sl- is a slave. If the only so, thing the master allows you to do is eat out of his hand, then you are a slave. Sure. Sure. And and I think I think that's well said. And I think the thing that you have to learn is that you have to learn to, to stand up and fight for your own, for your own, for yourself, right. so to speak. And if, and if, that's getting an ID. That's getting a voting ID. You know, and I and I I I I can't I cannot believe in any way that this legislation is as restrictive or as racist, based on all the data I've been able to see as as I'm being told to think it is. And I can't believe that the Major League Baseball uh, organization is removing all that money and all that spending from the state of Georgia based on this bill. Mm-hmm. And I cannot understand why Coca-Cola and Delta companies that are massive in the United States of America and have their homes in Georgia are talking like this about it. Um, it it's clear. It's clear that this idea of oppression and racism uh, and victimization has so possessed our natural discourse on moral authority or on morals that we are that we're enslaved to it and we can't find a good way to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's depressing. It's really depressing and sad because it's it's teaching people it's teaching people to be weak. And as they continue to teach and they continue to teach a morality of weakness, right? And that it's there's also something noble in it. It'll become right? self fulfilling. Yeah, exactly. And that that's exactly what will happen. Uh, Dan Carlin, and I'll shut up, he's got this great point that when so- societies, uh, it's a climb up to the to their peak of being the most successful, you know, they, they wear like uh, the working shoes of the, of the soldiers, so to speak, because their, their entire society has to be built around, um, you know, this is going to sound funny, but mainly because so many societies in the past have been built this way, like on conquest, right? And then once they've done it and they've succeeded and they become a power, so to speak, then they wear these. Then you see them come down the hill of, of excellence, and they're wearing slippers of comfort, so to speak. Right. And you know, anyway, it's a good. It's a good thing to keep in mind. Let's let's do this. Let's end the show with reaching across the aisle and some compassion. If you're a member sure. of the rational left, if you're a true liberal, then join us. Let's agree on this issue. This has nothing to do with Jim Crow. And we, we don't have to agree on everything. And listen, we want to learn from you. We want to hear yeah, what you have to I, say. I love this. Do not prioritize scoring political points over the truth. Be yeah. someone that we can be friends with. Be someone that we can, we can tackle hard issues with. I'm calling to the better angels of a side that doesn't like the things I have to say because I believe that there's a number of you out there that are still rational who who can do their own research, who can look things up for themselves, who can hear the truth and speak the truth and don't need to use every available object as a gavel with which to beat a side that you know very little about. Nobody wants to keep people from eating in line or drinking in line. Nobody wants eligible voters not to be able to vote. And the the... 
argument that that is the case at this point, based on the fact pattern, is pure conspiracy. So join us. Join us on this issue. Be reasonable, be rational, and we want to hear and learn and listen to you in the future. Also, some compassion. There is an attack on black people in America. It does not come from the right. The most pernicious thing that is assailing the black community currently is the idea that you cannot take care of yourself. It's the idea that you cannot Google voter registration, those words. It's the idea that you don't have zero dollars and zero zero cents in your pocket enough to go get an right. ID. It's the idea that you're too stupid to find the Department of Driver Services. It's the idea that without the help of the elite in power, you will be impoverished and incapable of doing something that is less expensive and less complicated than purchasing a Miller Lite. So there is an attack. And it comes from the woke allies who don't give a damn about you or the color of your skin or your families as long as they can use you as a useful political tool. So I have compassion for that. And I invite you to join us. Join us. Join the side that treats you like somebody that is intelligent enough to go vote. Because you are. Because everybody is. And anybody who would say otherwise is a racist or a charlatan and probably both. Join yeah. us. Because, because the right will treat you like a person. Because that's what you are. Anyhow, that's all I got. Hunter. Love it, buddy. Yeah, crushed it. Um, guys, follow the show. It's at Carl Pulling on the Instagram and Twitters. You can email the show at carlpulling uh, at gmail.com. Uh, we've got a Facebook page, Carl Pulling Show, Cast, Pod, whatever. You can find it. <laughs> we know you know how to use that search tool. You're smart. And uh, you can well, not uh, our follow me and Christopher. Not our listeners. Not our listeners. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, you guys are victims that are incapable of figuring out your destiny. Yeah. Uh, you need us to tell you what to think. So please continue <laughs> to turn into the show so we can just fill your minds with our propaganda. I'm sorry, Carl Carl propaganda. And, you can follow me at Emotional Carl. You can follow Chris at Chris X Carl. I did it right this time. And uh, I think that's about it. Carl pulling FNX fit. Use the code. Get that money. Make us feel good. And uh, happy Easter. Say at the end? He is risen indeed. Uh-oh. And um, Uh-oh. look, here's the thing. Uh-oh. If you've been buried. You just wrote the joke. If you've, been, see him, see <laughs> if you've been buried in... <laughs> Uh, a a tomb outside the hill of Golgotha for three days where there's a, I mean it simply must be swarming with microbials plus your skin what, you what I'm saying is if you've been buried for three days and you find yourself reanimate with life please ascend to the father and get tested <laughs>